I mean, my left knee's definitely going to be nice and chilled, but... And it's not bad at all. Is audio on? Audio. Hey, are you on? Yep, you bounced. Hey. Hey. <laughs> How come when I talk it, I don't see it? <laughs> Just not fast enough. <laughs> oh, it's, it's in my it's pocket. Like, it's like the rectum fairy. <laughs> where's, my, where's my notes? It's like the rectum fairy. He only strikes when I'm asleep. Right. I never wake up to catch him. <laughs> Whoa. That's that's pretty deep. <laughs> I mean, so is he. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. Hey, you went camping. Yes, um, and I dealt with Flabby Karen. Fla yeah, that's what I'm calling. Do you want to? Just got one of those. <laughs> All right, for anyone who's listening, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, uh, I I got into whip cracking during. He the is pandemic. a whipping enthusiast. Yes, I got into whip cracking during the pandemic. Because Indiana Jones, much like most people that get into whips. Uh-huh. He's not joking. <laughs> yeah. He's really not joking. So I got into whip cracking, and then he came over and was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Let me try. Well, now he's into whip cracking. <laughs> so He's more of an enthusiast. Uh, he's, more of a, he's more of a hobbyist. Yeah. I'm more of an enthusiast. I like it. It's cool. Which means he's like, hit, <laughs> he hits people with his. I don't know. No, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, about that. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah. So. So what happened? What happened about an hour ago? Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm out in my yard, and I'm like, you know what? It's a nice day. It's like seven fifteen. So it's like seven o five. It's like seven o five. I'm like, Let's make your skin crawl. I I'm gonna come up here in a little while. Let me get the boys outside, enjoy some fresh air, crack the whip a little bit. I get about three, four cracks in, and I hear, will you knock it off? I look back, I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I something about, I told you the noise, is, it, it's, irritating, it's irritating my dogs. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's just a whip. It sounds like fireworks, it's just a whip. <laughs> she goes, well, it's bothering my dogs. I'm like, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Have a nice day. That's it. I turn around and the husband. I'm like, yeah. So I turn around and face oh, my neighbor. I go back to doing what I'm doing. I get about. <laughs> With everything that's going on, I got to make a bad joke. You know, police response time has been a very serious issue in light of recent events. Right. Boy, I got about three cracks in, not even three minutes after the, they walk into their house. Cots are pulling right She out. probably called as she was driving up and saw you there before there was any altercation at all. Oh, She's like, oh, no, you don't. Yeah, so he pulls up, and I see the, the lights and sirens weren't on. Right. I... I do a crack. No, I see him. because probably, not to cut you off, but probably when he got the phone call or got the call from dispatch, <laughs> he's probably like, <laughs> fucking care. Well, first, he's probably like, whip? What? All right. <laughs> Never had this call before. I guess it's a first for everything. <laughs> <laughs> and that's who he was. This is a first time Very old inside joke. Anyway. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Um... So, 
I, I, I crack the whip, good crack one. I see him roll up, I'm like, really? And then he, he, I, I do another one, crack, I'm looking, I see him turn the blanket on, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Gets out of the car, puts his hand on his I start, I start laughing, I go, are you serious? He goes, he literally looked at me through the window, goes, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I had to. I'm like, all right, I'll get my ID. <laughs> I go, T, are you going to need it? He goes, to identify you. Yeah, please. I'm like, sure, not a problem. So I go in, get my wallet. I come back out. He's like, so what's going on? Hand him my driver's license. And I'm like, honestly, officer, I don't know. I I, I just cracking my whip. Neighbor. You should, just, you should have been truthful. Like, she's a wench. I go, no, <laughs> the neighbor right up there at the house uh, has had a, apparently has a problem with me doing it because it's loud and bothering her dogs. He goes, are the dogs outside? I'm like, no, they're inside. He goes, wait, the dogs are barking inside? I'm like, yeah. He goes, has she said anything to you this about you before? I'm like, well, about a week ago, right. my son was out with a friend, and it was like quarter after eight. They're cracking the whip. It's like 8.30. He's cracking the whip, cracking the whip. She came out and yelled at him and told him to knock it off because it was annoying her dog. So I made him stop. But it's 7.05 in the afternoon. It's broad as daylight. Comes to find out in our local town, there is no noise ordinance. It's at what's considered acceptable discretion, right. is what the police officer said. He goes, if you're out there talking like we are on the porch at 1 o'clock in the morning, and someone's like, oh, God, I hear them talking. Assholes. Cop can come up and say, hey, look, you guys are talking? You guys are being loud? No, we're talking like we're talking now. All right, have a good night. They ain't going to say shit. Well, when we used to play Frisbee golf, you remember? Yeah, with the officers in both towns. Yes, would be like what you doing? Oh, we're doing this. Oh, yeah, not breaking anything, are you? It's like no. It's like all right, have a good night. And that yeah. was like at two in the morning. Two in the morning, yeah. <laughs> and we're drunk. I know. <laughs> we we looked sober. I don't know. No, <laughs> hell no, hell no. That's questionable. Anyway, but, um, so um, he goes, all right, well. Can you show me how loud it is? And I'm like, yeah. I'm fucking. <laughs> well, now that you say something, <laughs> let me get you. Let me, let me. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Honestly, Blaze and Shadows came to mind. Excuse me while I whip this out. I go, all right, well, let me give you. A, Where are the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> let me see if I can give you a good one. And of course, <laughs> it just. No, I didn't even do I was like. He steps back. I'm like, yeah, you might want to back out. This is a six-footer. I'm a professional, so you might want to get back. <laughs> so he backed up to the driveway, and I'm like, I did one, two, crack. And I mean, crack, crack, crack. I'm like, well, of course it would be the one. Uh, that's what went to my head. I'm like, fucking of course. I had to nail it perfect one time. He goes, that, that's it? I'm like, yeah. You <laughs> yeah. I, it'd be funny if he takes it and be like, what a pussy. Sounds like someone's sounds like someone's firing an AR. It's like <laughs> you mean assault rifle? <gasps> anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> he goes, "That's that's it." I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Didn't sound that loud from behind." I go, "Yeah, I aim it that way so it goes down the block, and it doesn't really. It's not aimed at anyone's house because as sound travels, it goes in the general direction." That you're aiming. Mm, sort of, yeah. It does this number. Yeah. Well, anybody in this cone... <laughs> what was that again? <laughs> <Split>. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> um, so, I go, yeah, I usually aim it 
up between the houses or down the road between the houses so that it's not echoing off people. Oh. I tell it's another side note. I uh, I had the whip with me Saturday when I w- was up at the gym. Well, after we went to the fitness center, we were just walking around the school, like up in the fields and stuff. Yeah, I brought it with me down into the fitness center so my daughter could get a drink. And Kim goes to me, it's like, "Could you crack that in here?" I'm like, "Yeah, it'll probably be loud." So I cracked it in the fitness center. Oh boy, <laughs> is that loud inside? <laughs> I wanted to go in the gymnasium and do it, but it was all closed. And I'm like, oh. I don't have the ambition to go get the keys to unlock it. So, <laughs> so anyway, and then, no, that's all right. It's all right. So he goes, really? That's not. I mean, if you did that at eleven or midnight, I might come up and say, "Hey, do you mind knocking it off?" The yeah, neighbors? it's seven o'clock. I, I go, yeah, and I understand that. If it's aimed at your house, because like you said, behind me, it wasn't that bad. But in front, it's going to sound louder. He's like, yeah, 11 o'clock, midnight, <laughs> I'd probably come up and say, hey, do you mind calling it quits for the night? Because it is bothering people. Yeah, yeah. And I told him, not a problem. I would understand that. I wouldn't even be out there. I wouldn't even be outside 11 o'clock. So, like, eh, no. I go, <clears> just <throat> so that we're clear, though, I have no one. T- I, I, I go to him, I'm like, the, if you're asking me to stop, I'll stop. He goes, well, I have no reason to. Would I like you to? Because I go, yeah, you have to go make deal with that headache now and tell them <laughs> that there's nothing they can do about it. I can do this as long as I want. And I go, but as a favor to you, because you have to deal with this headache that's going to ensue, I'm going to call it a night. But just so you're aware, officer, I, I have no intentions to not do this. Like, I, I will be out here. What a rebel. <laughs> I go, I, I'm going to enjoy myself, maybe not every day, maybe every other day, once in a while. I'm going to come out here, and I'm going to do this. And I just want to make sure that we're clear, and I'm fully understanding that there is nothing wrong with what I'm doing. He goes, yeah, no, you are, you can do what you'd like. He's like, you are free to do this. You don't need a permit for it. It's you don't just, need a license to carry it. <laughs> it's too bad that you don't get like the actual the 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 report on what he had to deal with talking to your neighbor. There. Oh, I would have loved to have heard that story. It's well, you kind of probably get the story judging by how she re- reacts now. Now she might be out there all the time. As soon as you go out and she sees a whip from son of a bitch, he's out there again. Well, that's just it. And I told him, I, I go, and I'm, I'm really sorry, you know, because he goes, honestly, you're within your rights. You're not doing anything wrong. It's the middle. It's the, it's the middle of the evening. It's not illegal. You're really not hurting anybody. No, like that. I, I so, but yeah, so that's. <sighs> But I guarantee you, I guarantee you that she's going to be out there like hawking on you now. Especially I hope so. If, especially if the officer went over there and be like, "You're a bitch." <laughs> Maybe not those words exactly, but uh, he probably put a little more. He probably put a little bit more finesse on it. Listen, Flabby Karen. Yeah, Karen. It's Phyllis. Oh, sorry, honest mistake. <laughs> I, d- I don't have my glasses. <laughs> I'm not a Karen. My mom was. <sighs> yeah. We know. <laughs> it's hereditary. <laughs> well, speaking of police response. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, turns out for Uvadale, 
nothing actually went wrong. Technically. In re- response to the police response. Uh, because. I'm curious. There is. Uh, Mises Institute. Mm-hmm. This is Mises.org. Police have no duty to protect you, federal court affirms yet again. It says, following last February shooting, this is uh, from 2018. This is an article of 2018. And uh, this is the Parkland shooting in Florida. Yes. In response to that. I do remember that. Some students from that claim local government uh, officials were at fault for failing to provide protection for students. So it's like, what are we, four years later? And it's like the same scenario. The students filed suit naming six defend- defendants, including the Broward School District and the Broward Sheriff's Office, as well as school deputy Scott Peterson and campus monitor Andrew uh, Medina. On Monday, though, a federal judge ruled that the government's agencies had, quote, no constitutional duty to protect students who were not in custody, end quote. It says, this is uh, all in quotes here. Neither the Constitution nor state law impose on general duty upon police officers or other governmental officials to protect inv- individual persons from harm, even when they know the harm will occur, said Darren L. Hutchinson, a professor and uh, associate dean at the University of Florida's law- School of Law. Quote, police can watch someone attack you, refuse to intervene, and not violate the Constitution, end quote. The Supreme Court has repeatedly held that the government has only a duty to protect persons who are in custody, he pointed out. So. Hold on. Hold on. I have one question then. Hmm. Whatever happened to to serve and protect? Yeah. And uh, this is, I mean, this isn't police work. And this is where a couple of my old police friends, I wish I could get them on to actually question them. Not interrogate, but be like, clarify this, please. Yeah. But when we went through EMT class, mm-hmm. uh, specifically EMT, because they don't really mention it so much in the fire industry, it's that, but that's just what we do in the fire industry. But in EMT class, verbatim, they said, once you are a, an EMT, you are no longer protected by the Good Samaritans Act. No. Your duty is to, to act. Yeah. You have a duty to act. When you accept that EMT, when you sign that certification, you are, it is a nonverbal oath that you are taking. Right. You have a duty to protect, a duty to act. Now, I interpreted that as first responders. As a first responder, you have a duty to act. According to this, the police have no duty to act. So, what happened in Uvadale when the 19 police officers didn't intervene for, I've seen 45 minutes, but according to the timeline that we read off, it was an hour and 15 minutes. Regardless Start of what, to finish. Regardless of what it was, nothing was done during an active shooter. According to the federal government, or uh, the federal courts anyway, they had no duty to act. If we could get anybody who watches these podcasts or comments on the on the tiktok bits that we put up because i put up the occasional one but you do a lot of them if anybody who comments serious i'm asking social media for help i guess help if we could get the worst place to get help i know right (laughs) uh if we could get some clarification 
or just maybe find the article or the or the chapter or the subsection or or whatever they're called like paragraph this subsection whatever you know penal code or whatever the hell they are that describes what is going on with that statement that the constitution they they do not have a duty to protect I guess. And what happened to to serve and protect? That would be great because, I mean, you you got the article. I'll look it up really quick. But I mean, for the longest time, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you still see it on cop cars. To serve and protect. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I couldn't honest. I couldn't tell you whether it is or not. To be honest with you, I mean, I could just blanket statement and say, yeah, it is. But you hear it all the time in TV shows and shit. That doesn't necessarily mean that's where it is. Um, going further down this article, it says, In the cases uh, Deshaunay versus Winnebago, or Winnebago, and the town of Castle Rock versus Gonzalez, the Supreme Court has ruled that police agencies are not obligated to provide protection of citizens. In other words, police are well within their rights to pick and choose when they intervene to protect the lives and property of others even when a threat is apparent. Check this out. It's called Barnes Law. To protect and to serve the ubiquitous creed emblazoned across millions of police cars throughout Los, An- throughout Los Angeles and indeed the United States. This model is consistent with the common belief that police officers as well as other law enforcement officers are here to protect us. After all, we are taught to dial 911 when we need help. Subject to narrow exceptions, the United States Constitution does not require law enforcement officers to protect you from other people. According to the U.S. Supreme Court, this notion contradicts our ingrained perceptions, but is still the law to today. In the 1989 landmark case of Deshaney, Deshaney v. Winnebago County Department of School Sur- Social Services, mm. the U.S. Supreme Court held that the failure by government workers to protect someone, even four-year-old Joshua Deshaney, from physical violence or harm from another person, his father, did not breach any substantive substantive constitutional duty. In this case, Joshua's mother sued the Winnebago County Department of Social Services, blah, 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 and nevertheless, the court found that the government had no affirmative duty to protect any person, even a child, from harm by another person. So, basically, in reading all this and hearing that, police officers are downgraded to conflict managers. Yeah, they're basically camp counselors. Yeah, like, well... You, they get called in to be like, we'll de-escalate something if we deem it okay to de-escalate or safe to go in. Now, oh, you're going to laugh when I bring this up. How many times do you remember growing up, seeing the police show up at two neighbors, between two houses because neighbors are fighting? Look, y'all are neighbors. Figure this shit out. They get in their car and they leave. How many times do you remember seeing that as a kid? Not many. <laughs> I guess for demographics. We grew up in different places. I was going to say, yeah, I guess we did. <laughs> no, I didn't see it often. I've seen a, they show up to neighbors for a couple of reasons. Either kids stole alcohol from whatever parent's cabinet and disappeared into the woods. Something you want to tell me? That was about a year or two ago. Across the way here. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> And yeah. uh, maybe when I was younger, I might have seen like you know like a town drunk or something like that, or a drunk neighbor. Like yeah. it's always with alcohol or something. Like alcohol and person disappearing. 
UFOs or something. I don't know. But never like, oh, beat your ass. Unidentified fuckable objects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's why they probe us. They're not unidentified flying objects. They're unidentified fuckable people. So are we as a planet and as a people just part of a galactic BDSM collective toy product drawer? Yeah. No. Sex trafficking? (laughs) That's terrible. What? What? (laughs) No. They live. (laughs) Could you imagine watching... Oh my God. Could you imagine watching porn with those glasses? We are just... We're we're all prisoners on this planet. What if this is a prison planet? We're all sex traffickies. Traffic keys. Traffic keys. Yeah. Like the black keys. Not traffickers. We're traffic I like keys. the black keys. The black anyway, keys cool. <laughs> get away on top. This is here. a prison planet. We're we're the Australia of the galaxy. <laughs> we went from police response. We're Australia. Galactic sex trafficking to the black keys. <laughs> we are the Australian. You know, this this planet is the Australia Australia of the galaxy. Now, fucking do something stupid. Put that race on the planet. Mm, are we or are we more like uganda where everyone knows it but like do you really want to go there yeah me neither wakanda forever wakanda yeah colon cancer rest in peace yeah so yeah apparently police don't have to respond no that's but all in all like in all seriousness uh well it doesn't make what happened makes sense no, I. But because of all this, what can you do? I mean, you could be mad at them, and even Biden said like that's a problem. Like I said last week, both right and left are like that's a fucking problem. But then again, how many people then? It's obviously not common knowledge no. that police don't have to do anything if they don't want to. Because the initial response by everybody was like, why didn't you do anything? Well, and we then don't have to. That raises a whole nother slew of things. Like, go into that, that literally, that's the direct, Jesus. That's almost like the straw that's breaking the camel's back with gun control, gun laws. I mean, people want to sit there and blame the guns for this stuff, but if the law, I guess releases law enforcement of any responsibility of not protecting somebody right relieves them from any obligation of needing to protect somebody yeah who's going to protect them exactly it doesn't matter if you have a knife or or, or a goddamn cannon or and now you want to take guns away an m14 from, yeah from everybody oh like wow they don't want to, but, you know, you give an inch, take a mile kind of thing. Yeah. It, it, it's going to domino effect. Start with one thing. And you hear all the time from people on the left. It's like, well, they don't want to take all your guns. Like, listen, historically speaking, once they take one, they just start to take them all. It's like, that's what will end, eventually end up happening. Yeah. And when you do that, you end up, instead of a gun-free zone being a school or a bank or any federal building... You have a gun-free zone being a whole nation. So now, not only, like, forget the whole right-wing conspiracy thing, whether it's conspiracy or not, of the government. They'll take your guns and they can uh, just oppress all the people of the nation. Well, now you could have mass, like, just psychopaths who somehow still get their guns. 
one way or another. Because even if they legally get them, they, uh, well, now they can legally get them. But if they take the right away, you can, well, you are Marty brought up that you can 3D print guns. But even, we did. But all even further us, than yeah. that, black market, there's firearms everywhere. You really think they're going to take them all off the black market? You really think they're going to collect MS-13. all 400 million guns? MS-13. Look at MS-13. Yeah. They had they had a record-breaking number of guns being smuggled into this country. You mean to Untraceable, tell- too, yeah. Yeah. Or at least there's going to be a portion of them anyway that are untraceable. Serial numbers filed off. Yeah. Prints being, you know, stamps being filed down. All that stuff. So you, now you're going to turn the whole nation into a gun-free zone. So someone comes in and they could just walk down the street literally with no implication, no uh, worry that, well, geez, uh, one of these houses might be ca- carrying. They're packing and I might get crossfired. Nope. Now, someone might say, well, that's an extreme scenario. (laughs) Well, so is a fucking school shooting. It is. Because there's, what what we say, like 180-some thousand school districts in the school there in the the nation. And there's been 200 mass shootings. How many were in schools? Maybe a dozen or a couple dozen Regardless of how many there were, the fact that there were mass shootings is still tragic. But the fact that they happened. I mean, that's literally, it's a lot. But as in the grand scheme... It's a black, sh- it, like it doesn't happen often. Yeah. It gets publicized a lot and we carry it over into the next one because yeah. we're talking about what do we do? What do we do? And then, you know, whatever it is, a month, two months, whatever it is later, we got another one. So it stays fresh in your mind. But the fact is, like, they're really not, they're rare events. Like, as per capita, I guess is the best yeah. way to say it. So someone walking down being crazy. You know, that's that's a rare event, yeah. But and then, when it happens, what's going to happen? Let's say, let's say, in a perfect, <coughs> in a perfect world, they figure out how to take all the guns, even from the bad guys. The bad guys have no way of getting guns. What the hell is going to stop you from grabbing your kitchen knife and going on a spree? Oh yeah, that, well that's what they claim all the time too. If you go to uh, places over in Europe, like who is it, Sweden or? So maybe, maybe it's not Sweden, where they have, they have no firearms. Or they, pull, uh, they aren't allowed to have guns. But like the violent crime isn't lower than anywhere else. Yeah, gun violence is, but not violent crime. That's no different. Yeah. If, if you don't have a gun, well, I'll just beat you with a fucking tire iron. <laughs> you know, baseball bat, tire iron, yeah, kitchen like, knives. Anything. I mean, you you have bow and arrows and... and For God's sakes, you can oh, order... Oh, fucking whip! <laughs> yeah, a fucking whip! For God's sakes, you can order a pack of throwing knives off Amazon. Yeah, eBay and stuff. Like, you can get... I go on eBay, I get, what, the combat knife? I have my gear over there for when I go out. Yeah. Like, you can get weapons easy on Amazon, on eBay, on whatever. Etsy, people fucking make them for you. Or you'll make them and then cut your hand open. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but you can get weapons anyway. Home Depot, Hatchet Hardware. Yeah. What's the stop you from going to the store, buying an axe for splitting wood, cutting the handle down, and basically turning that thing into a handheld melee weapon? Right. And hell, there's how many places in the Tri-County area, three of which I know in the area that I work, that you go there to throw hatchets as a sport. Yeah. 
They have big what? giant ass fairs. They have that at fairs. You can go to a like a, a county or village, whatever, a small fair, and at least like half the ones you go to, they'll have that hatchet throwing thing. Dave and Buster's. Yes, they have had it the there. foam one. Yeah, that you had to literally figure I mean, out. Granted, it's foam, but, but still, you had to learn how to throw it. Yeah. so you can get the head spinning at the last second to hit the target. Yeah, the concept's not that different. No, and you know what'll happen though. We'll talk about this, and then someone will see it and be like, you mean Dave and Buster's, the video game place, is training people how to be hatchet murderers, yeah. axe murderers? Like, well, if what are they called? Juggalos? <laughs> <laughs> if Juggalos, Juggalettes. Um, if that's the case, then, what was the Area 51 in the Price Chopper down up the road when we were kids growing up? In, the old, in all the old price shoppers, they used to have an arcade. A, oh, a yeah. Of, oh, Area 51. It was, it was at the, uh, the laundry mat. House of the Dead. Yes. Oh, God. Video awesome. games are training kids to shoot people. Yeah, that goes back to that. Uh, but, you know, I think what the bigger conspiracy with that is, is like video games are training people how to be soldiers to kill without emotion. I heard that a lot. I was like, well, maybe. Tell that to the guy who actually was able to save somebody's life because he was playing. Oh, there's just this a simulator program where it was a medical pro medical simulator program like farm simulator, trucker simulator, whatever. It was a medical simulator program game that he was playing, and he actually ended up saving somebody's life because he played video games. <laughs> there, uh, I'll drop the. I'll figure out the link and we'll drop out. There's been video. studies that have shown like that actually will on. I think it was like one or two IQ points. People that play video games, at least semi-regularly, have a higher IQ by one, like one or two IQ points, yeah. something like that. Hand-eye coordination. So what happened to you? <laughs> I play dumb. Unless... <laughs> the less you know, the less people think you know, the less people think they ask you questions. I like it. Fuck yeah, bro. So... Yeah, bud. Anyway, going back, Biden is calling for assault weapon bans. Or at least raising the age to twenty one. To twenty one that you can purchase. Um Did you listen to the whole spiel he had? Yeah. They I think they streamed it on TikTok and that's where I was like I was like, where where can I watch this? And I, I actually like, watched it on YouTube. I watched it and they were streaming, I'm sure, everywhere, but yeah. I saw it on TikTok. I was like, all right, perfect. So I just watched it. Uh, you know what though? That's a good idea. Raise it to twenty one. I, I think that would work. As lo along with the age to join the military to 21. Because at 18, you're trained to use an M4. That's, I think that was... Cannons. He, I think he said that during that. He's like, I can already... Well, they're well-trained and you know supervised um, to but, go in the military at 18. <laughs> like, all right, fine. At 21, ooh. Same thing. I, I, <laughs> I thought the same thing. Is big boy here down there now? Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, when he said, uh, raise the age of 21, I'm like, okay, I'm listening. Um, but going back to a straight ban of weapons, like Trudeau wants to do, yeah, which I'll get to that. But um, raising the age twenty one is eh? fine. But then he also separate from guns, talking about allowing sixteen or sixteen year olds to, without parental consent, go through hormone oh yeah like therapy. To, uh, like that that clip I showed you, I sent you on TikTok. Possibly. Uh, the father up in Canada who was arrested. For? So his 13-year-old daughter went to school. 
and apparently there's some things I don't know the exact details. Um, some things happened. They ended up like the daughter started like exhibiting signs of gender identity identification disorder mm-hmm. or dysphoria, whatever it's called. And you know the father really wasn't on board with it. He's like, look, let's just we got to figure this out, see what's going on. Well, then apparently. Like I said, I'm missing some details in there. It was lower. The age is lower than 16. I think it was like 13. No, it was 13. That's what I said. Yeah, okay. All right. yeah. Um, the school decided to do it. Or the doctor. She went to a doctor. Yeah, she went to a doctor to get an eval. And the father literally said over the phone. to the hey, all right. Yeah. He goes, yeah. And I'm like, he, the father's like, good. Now let's get squared away. They'll put a kibosh to this, at least for now. Wait till she's older to figure out what's going on. He gets a call an hour later. Hey, we're putting your daughter on the blockers, mm-hmm. the hormone blockers. And he said no. So he ended up being put on hold for a couple of weeks because they wanted to try to get the dad on board. And in that process, because in that time period, because the father did not refer to her to her in her preferred pro, her, her her preferred pronoun, it actually got he got arrested and sued. For not child endangerment. Was it endangering the welfare of a child? No. Or anything like that? It was like almost like a, a verbal assault. No. Well, now they're saying that uh, it might be specifically in regards to what you're talking about, but if you don't refer to somebody who identifies a certain pronouns, it's now considered by the left assault or violence it's considered violence against that person yeah which hold on but i was yeah what i wanted to say was that there's the 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 um okay yeah it was uh, the age of 13 or 14 whatever it is and that's okay to block misgendering yeah misgendering his 13 year old daughter yeah you can uh, give them blockers. They want to lower the age of without consent to whatever. However, yeah, to where young. basically the parent what has I want to no say. say. Yeah, and what I want to say is there was I think it was somewhere in California they wanted to lower the voting age to sixteen. 16. <laughs> so we can choose leaders of our whatever cities or counties or states. You want to lower that age so people, you know, kids are mature enough to decide our leaders but not to handle a firearm. And what I was going to say before is if you wanted to make the argument of taking guns away altogether, like you said, like if you could somehow get it away from everybody, anybody, yeah, anybody, I would entertain that. If everyone in politics, any leader also like no armed guards, no anything. It's like, if we have to get rid of ours, you get rid of yours. Yep. Like if you could somehow worldwide, if you wanted to get rid of weapons worldwide, barring nothing, military barring nothing, I would entertain the idea. But yeah, you know that'll never happen. I know it won't. But like if you wanted to do that and be like, we are just launching, we're 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 pulling a Futurama and we're launching a ball of armaments into space so it can come back a thousand years <laughs> and hit us but but wait if that's the case we'll have to create more guns to, to fire at to fire at that ball 
We'll worry about that when we get there. Yeah. That our that's not our thing. problem. Yeah. Well, that's what they said in the yeah, drama. our problem. If you want to do that, though, fine. I'll entertain the idea. We'll launch all our guns and nukes and tanks and everything into space. I Fine. I am a firm and adamant believer in the Second Amendment. I am so am I, for the reason that we can't do what I just said. Well, no, I, I am a firm and adamant, adamant supporter and believer of the Second Amendment due to the reason it was established. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't have the right to come through my town and point a gun at me and say, you have to do as I say. That's a tyrannical government right. or a tyrannical person for any matter, whether it be a criminal or a police officer or our federal government themselves. For sure. We have that right to defend ourselves. But again, if they don't have a gun and they're pointing their finger at you, you're like, all right, whatever. And you can just turn around and walk away like, whatever, stupid. I'll just get my whip. (laughs) Yeah. But then at that point, you're like, well, I got an eight-foot whip. And like, I got a 12-foot whip. I got a fucking 16 and 20-foot whip. Like, that's got to be heavy, though. Flabby Karen comes out. Stop it! Standing next to you like, bet you I can hit that flab. (laughs) <laughs> government you're on that's how like, I always thought even like at a really young age when I was liberal way back I thought you know if we got rid of all the guns and fought our battles either with video game wars or paintballs or airsoft now cause that's hot no no cause fucking idiots like us would be on the battlefield these just came out of the freezer I was show, gonna say the freezer those, paintballs we're gonna show these fuckers Ow! Ow! What the fuck, bro? One person behind you with your hopper just refilling constantly. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, so those I. videos are awesome. And those guys with the trigger fingers, you know their girls are happy. You ever see? <laughs> you ever see the uh, the chain gun like paintball? Yes. It's like it's it's like I've seen the ones where they actually like just crank. Yeah, it's a crank like the old Civil War ones. But yeah, just mowing down. I love the paintball grenades. I've seen those too. You see yeah. people like, <laughs> they do slow-mo reactions. Look up YouTube. Slow-mo reaction to paintball grenade. There Somebody, you go, people. And you see, Ooh. and they're like, because <laughs> a lot of people will just wear the glasses. Hit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see guys like, the, they'll pick up their mask, <laughs> spitting out paint. It's like, oh, that did better than I thought. I love those videos. Yeah, fuck Trudeau. <laughs> it's nothing to do with that. No, red flag laws though. I'd like to put a paintball grenade up his butt. Biden also <laughs> brought up red. brought up red flag laws. <clears throat> and what he uh he proposed All right, that so we incorporate red flag laws basically nationwide. I mean some states already have them. I know New York state has red flag laws. So let me give you what I think it is, and then how I think it applies, and then you tell me what the actual textbook definition is. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. A red flag law, to me, having no clue what it is, the impression that I get... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those songs. You just... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, too nice. Have you ever been, been close to tragedy? Or close to folks who have. have. I haven't recorded in a while. Anyway, go ahead. Now, <laughs> have you ever felt a pain so powerful? I can't stop. <laughs> it's like Cartman. Just finish. No, I can't go. 
<laughs> Never had to knock on wood. Uh, but I know someone who has. <laughs> now you know what I'm thinking of? Never going to get through this fucking thing. Tonight's the night that we got the truck. We're going downtown. Going to beat up drunks. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I don't remember that. I played two. Oh my god. Red flag law. Yeah. <laughs> Basically a red flag law is a law from what I'm thinking, by the way it sounds in my head, the impression that I get is if there's a law stating this, but something happens that there's an immediate need for something to be, all right, we're going to red flag this, red flag this because there's something wrong with it. It doesn't apply to all the things that it should. We're going to fix it. Red flag so that whatever goes wrong can then still be held accountable. Who The guilty parties can be held accountable. Elaborate. So let's say the police law to protect and serve. All right. That may, because of what happened in Texas, that may get a red flag law, where in the Constitution it says they do they are not obligated. Okay, well, this needs to be fixed. We'll red flag this law. Okay. So now that needs to be... I thought that's what you meant, but I wasn't yeah, sure. This needs to be adjusted and changed, and it within the, it's probably within, I would assume, that's almost like the president's supreme power, I guess. Right. Like vetoing stuff like that, red flag a law, this has to be changed. The minute he red flags a law, it needs to be changed in some way, shape, or form. It could be that the police officers have to wear silver buttons from now on. Or it could be they have to jump in front of a live, a, a moving fucking train. Right. So, go ahead, now you explain what an actual red flag, red flag law is. No. <laughs> okay, so I was way off. I'll admit that. A red flag law, officially known as extreme risk protection orders, allow law enforcement to seize firearms from those deemed a risk to themselves or others. Such measures have already been passed in 19 states, including Republican strongholds like Indiana and Florida. So basically, if you go to the police and say, I think James is dangerous and he has firearms they can get a court order and plead come their case, whatever it is, to come and take them until I get some kind of mental evaluation or something. Basically, it's a hearsay law. Oh, God. He wants, apparently <sighs> wants that nationwide. So... Which that would mean someone you don't like or someone that doesn't like you can go... Little red book, little red book. Yeah. And they go... Uh, they think I think they're dangerous. He's cracking whips outside of his house at seven o five at night. What else does he have inside that house? Right, joking aside, or yes, joking, but that's basically what that means. It's gonna it's gonna be fucking me that deals with it too. You know that <laughs> asshole. Now that you predicted it, thanks. <laughs> so all you do, all you do is sign them over to me as a gift. I'll have him here. And he'll, yeah, go ahead. Check him. You forgot to check one place. Where's that? Zzz. Oh, no. Yes, you want to Oh, you're checking. <laughs> you're checking. No gloves. <laughs> oh, I've uh, also only They're been like, eating Taco Bell for the last few right, days. Let me get the tube. Oh, no. 
You don't need that either. Oh! <laughs> Just so you're aware, I've eaten nothing but Taco Bell for three days. And I haven't showered. <laughs> and I work in a rubber suit. It really seals in the flavor. <laughs> John, that one's for you. That one's for you, Johnny Boy. <laughs> so what you're saying is, if I press that little red button in just the right way, an explosion's going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a clear. I know it's a clear. It's like, I found it. You know you like it. I do the alphabet. A, uh, a is for Alfred. B is for Matt. I found it. I found it. I'm the world's greatest detective. Uh, and that's why I would get flagged. Yeah. On the red flag law. Yep. Your Karen neighbor would do it. Oh, I fucking hope he so. He didn't find my red button. Get him. I couldn't with all Get the his gun because I couldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't give me the flesh pistol. Yeah. Yeah, so in in a June 2nd address, President Joe Biden called for federal red flag laws, quote, so that a parent, a teacher, a counselor can flag for a court that a child, student, a patient um, is exhibiting violent tendencies, threatening classmates, or experiencing suicidal thoughts. We've talked about before, like, the major, a major thing now is mental health yeah so under this and nowadays they they um oh speaking of mental health i got talked about alcohol they um what's the word i'm looking for so they deem like everything is some kind of mental health they'll put you on like fucking oh, medication yeah. for everything yeah. so so now because of that like you got to be fucking like if you're not on the ball mentally everything's like you can't go through normal daily bullshit and just be bummed out about something because then someone's gonna look at you and be like mm. yep like if they you do shit like that like that's just again that's fucking that gives so much power but this isn't even power to the government this is power to your neighbor yep it's like mm, i don't like you again like i said if they don't like you they can just find any reason you're cracking whips outside a lot i don't like that my dogs don't like that. Are you going to crack my dogs? I'm going to crack your back. Speaking of mental health issues, yeah, go it's ahead. funny that you bring that up, too, because uh, a few people that I talked to got into a discussion last week about <coughs> alcohol. Uh, more specifically, liquors. Right. You know, they were telling stories about things, you know, the way certain liquors affect them. And me and one other person, now I missed the conversation because I was busy at the time, but, you know, he filled me in later on about the topic. And I'm like, how did I miss that? He said, well, you were away from the phone. I'm like, fuck, I wish I'd been a part of that. Because he made the comment about it's not the liquors that affect you. It's your mental health. Tequila, people will say tequila makes them sad, tequila makes them angry, whiskey, vodka. Mental health. And, go ahead. Uh, did you remember me? Whack, drinking fucking tequila all the time. I was fucking always a friendly guy. Even with tequila, I was happy-go-lucky. Vodka, whiskey, didn't matter what liquor I drank. I was always an upbeat cheer. Me too. I always ended up naked somehow. <laughs> old times in oh college oh god as soon as i saw you guys swords dropped i turned around and walked away I'm like i'm not being a part of this <laughs> you and fucking larry nose to nose tip to tip 
I swear to God, if one of the girls touched you from behind, you would have been bumping uh, tips. You guys would have been sword fighting. No, but I'm going, dude, I, I'm a firm supporter of that. Yes, there are people. What, nudity? No. Oh. I'm a firm, <laughs> I, I firmly agree with the thought process that certain people exhibit different mental aptitudes, if that's the word I'm thinking of, that certain liquors can bring out different moods. I don't think it's certain liquors. I think it's just alcohol in general, no matter how strong or weak it is. Well, like a good friend of ours, a former good friend of ours used to say, uh, we used to go play poker at her house. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. She goes, Charlie, drunk words are sober thoughts. Yeah. A lot of people have said that. Drunk, uh, drunk behaviors are... Johnny Boy said that before. Yeah. Drunk behaviors, drunk actions are sober... Inhibitions? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever it's called. Um, but you know, because one of the people that I was speaking to talked about how he actually got physically aggressive with a female, and I'm like, and, and, and I didn't hear this. But the other person I was talking to filled me in on this, and I'm like, that dude's got some mental health issues. If he gets drunk to the point where he can physically put his hands on another person, or repression anyway. Yeah. yeah. But then again, uh, I like the guys. They're good dudes to talk to, but sometimes they got fucking just, oh, sometimes I just want to fucking like take them by the back of their head and start fucking smacking them. Yeah. Grab them by the hair like, you fucking goddamn fucking child, fucking grow up. No, Love but, you guys. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just going further with mental health. Yeah. If uh, if you get drunk in front of people and you have any kind of repressed anything, if you have frustration or anything, they'll see that wasted. Be like, not not suitable to have any kind of firearms or anything. How many bar fights have you seen? Because someone walks. Prime example. They happen. Prime example. I'm not trying to bring up any bad history. You were recently separated from somebody. We were at the bar trying to have, throw you a good time. Uh, Arlo, remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We were down there having a good time. She came in. You acted like nothing was wrong. You were great. We kept throwing them back. We yeah. kept having a grand old time. In fact, Kayla comes over and fucking damn near dry home. She and licks your face. Remember that shit? That, oh, that was the that part. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- then you get the people like uh, Death's brother right. who went after that one dude, walked in, saw him there with his ex, and... He had a few drinks in him before he showed up at the bar. He just right. flew. Flew with the guy wanting to fight and kill him. Right. You know, from one extreme to the next. But that also sometimes, like, not in uh, the his uh, Matt Death's brother's scenario, but, like, sometimes it's not even... Well, no, you know, I guess that would fall in. It doesn't necessarily mean... No, yeah, that would be the same thing. I just basically disproved myself in my head before I even said anything. <laughs> well, no, basically... But that would be just, like, uh, the way they were raised, like a scenario, a single-parent household or anything like yeah. that. You know, you trouble at home with your immediate family or past family, whatever, but that's going to cause uh, repressed emotions, anxiety, or whatever it is to come out. Alcohol is... Uh, it's an amplifier for things like that. Uh, you know... I'm not trying to say this negatively. Please do not take this as a negative remark towards people's abilities to cope with the everyday life. 
There's nothing to do with but, like. What I was going to say was, hold on, hit me out. What I'm trying to say is, like, yes, I've seen some bad stuff come out of broken homes. Right. But I've also seen people come out of a broken home to, like, almost this lifestyle where you think they had the perfect upbringing. You know, some people just have an ability to be able to adjust or work through us. Like you, you see mom and dad fight, fight one night and that's saying this happened to you or me. It did happen to me though. I can't <laughs> tell you how many times I saw my mom and dad fist fight, <coughs> but I, I have no repressed rage or anger or issues from it. I, I learned early on in life that some people just, they don't like their logic, their mental process, their mental sense of reasoning isn't on the same level as mine so their reaction to something me deciding to hold on to it or say hey you know what they just weren't in the right state of mind i have no repressed issues no anger issues nothing like that but you know you don't see me getting drunk and being like oh my mom and dad were terrible no i'm the one sitting there at the bar at the fucking <laughs> tell me about your life huh you're stuck worse than mine i feel better have a nice night and I go home. <laughs> I this this That's terrible. This might be I don't know, controversial, but I am a firm believer that when it comes to things like that, anyway, yeah, you have a complete choice in how you want to deal with it. Like I know some people say it's like, oh no, some of these things, you know, you deal with a heavy thing and it just affects you. I firmly believe through anything that I've ever gone through, it's complete choice. And there's a great parable, like short story, really short story, of the two brothers that their father was an alcoholic. The whole story is there's two brothers, and they were raised by an alcoholic. And one of the brothers grew up to be an alcoholic. And someone asked them, you know, you're acting just like your daddy. Why are you acting like, just like your daddy? You're an alcoholic. And he goes, because I was raised by an alcoholic. And the other brother grew up, never touched alcohol in his life. And someone asked him, was like, how come you don't drink? Your daddy was an alcoholic. And he goes, because I was raised by an alcoholic. It's 100%. In my eyes, anyway, choice and how you want to act. Going back to how you grew up or whatever you're dealing with, you get to choose how you're going to deal with it. Now, in, retor in retort to that, I do agree with you to an extent. And the reason I say to an extent is because... Medically, there is science, there is test <laughs> that can determine that one person's chemically induced or chemically chemical uh, the release of chemicals like serotonin, endorphins, you know, all the stuff in your body that your brain tells it to release to cope with whatever situation may be going on. Some people's balances are different. That's why sure. there is, you know, and I think that's where. That plays like a good chunk of it too, because there are people who can't see the logic in it because their brain doesn't it, like the hardwiring. I always go back to the hardwiring. Some people's brains are not hardwired properly. It doesn't necessarily mean it's instant either. Like it doesn't. Let's say like you're in a, a, a situation and you just don't instantly go. I'm not going to react the way you know emotionally or whatever it may yeah. be. Sometimes it takes decades, and then one day you're like. I don't have to be that victim. Yeah. I don't have to be stuck in this. And you just 
turn like a flick of a switch and you just start making this transition like you, you don't just go i'm okay you well, just start making a transition that's what i mean by it's a choice you can either play the victim because let's be honest it feels good to either have sympathy it feels good to be angry to hold grudges like it's just as a person it feels good to hold on to that you know a lot of people say it's like oh man i hate it when i'm pissed off bullshit like when you're pissed releasing that aggression feels good oh yeah and when you hold on you to find a an grudge, yeah it feels good horribly unhealthy but it feels good very toxic but you don't have to, yeah and it doesn't help anybody well, but it does affect you and nobody else. Look at um, this is gonna sound kind of weird. Weird, I guess, coming from me. I don't know. Since we joke about women and all that stuff a lot, um, look at a lot of grief counselors, especially for women. Like a lot of women on, you know, rape is a very serious and tragic thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of women that do move past it. You see a lot of grief counselors, a lot of therapists, a lot of people that work with these women that they tell you, like you hear, there is the core belief of you have to let it, you can't let it live your life. You can't let it control your life. You have to move past that. You have to be able to, evo- and some women never do, right. some women do. They, 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 rela- they let go of being the victim and they, they take back the power of their life and they always have that emotional trauma, mm-hmm. but they don't let it define who they are. But again, that boils down to a choice. choice yeah. Do you want to be the victim? Because going with anger and everything else, when you are a victim and everyone caters to you and everyone's like, oh, I feel bad for you, yeah. that's like reassuring. And it's, it's a support system that's cultured around you. Yep. And that's got to feel good. It's got to, regardless of what, it's like when you win a prize in a sport or something, you have all the people around you, like constantly, it's kind of, open you up, yep. Yes, kind of like that, where there's people constantly around you, like constantly lifting you up in one way, shape or form. So, but that's again, a choice. And then other people will get into a scenario like that, go through their grief. And then, like I said, just one day be like, I'm done with this. Like, I'm not going to be defined by something that happened before. Yeah. Now, I don't even know how we got on all this stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, mental health. Mental right. health. Um, I saw this earlier when we were talking. Maine has a yellow flag law. So getting back on the red flag, now a yellow flag. It says the law is... What's like a game of soccer? Red the, card, yellow the, card? Yeah. <laughs> yellow card, you're out for 15 minutes. <laughs> red card, you're out for the game. This one isn't as bad, but it says Maine's yellow flag law is unique in that it requires approval from both a judge and medical care provider before firearms can be seized. I could support that. Uh, that one, yeah. That one I could support, especially when you're actually dealing with someone who like because we're just then- talking about, like, would have that issue is either raped or alcoholic problems or something and someone be like you know maybe they're not suitable because every time they are three sheets to the wind you know they get a little rowdy and then they go it's like we're gonna have you evaluated and then you got the problems are they gonna be you know resist being evaluated and stuff and that's a whole other slew of questions and problems and issues but I i could see but i could see like if a judge and law enforcement or a jury determined 
like okay, this person should be evaluated before we do anything. Right. Then now you've got <coughs> you know let's go with the the classical jury of your peers. You got twelve jury members, jurors, and a judge. You plead your case. The doctor submits their well, no, evaluation. No, this isn't jury. It's just a judge and a doctor evaluation. And, yeah. And a, but then you put that in front of a jury, let's say, and leave it like a verdict. All right. Hey, look, this person. Twelve nine of these people feel this person is a risk based off what the judge and the doc eval says. Right. So now they can cast a vote. Because now you're not just putting it on one person's hand. You're weighing it out by a jury of your peers. It's not it's the doctor eval. Because do we really want to take doctor evals like the one that testified for Amber Heard? Right. <laughs> Judging by his video game collection. <laughs> that was a, Judging I by answer, his video game collection. Yeah. He um. Do I answer that? Yes. What the hell's wrong with you? Do you need a cup of water? <laughs> <laughs> he does my eval. I'm screwed. He doesn't buy his video game collection, but he also reads books. Yeah, I didn't read those. Yeah, audio books. <laughs> uh, in May 2020, Oklahoma became the first state to pass legislation specifically prohibiting any jurisdiction from enacting red flag laws. Of course, Oklahoma. Way to go, Oklahoma. I'm moving to Oklahoma now. Like half of my family lives in Oklahoma. We should go to Oklahoma. I've been down there... 25 years or something. Jesus. Long, long time. Yeah, but, and then, going forward, back to Trudeau, I actually, moving to ban all pistols. I just looked at the note, too. I made a joke about Amber Heard, and the next thing was Jack Sparrow wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, he wants to ban all pistols. But that's not going to stop people. For God's sakes, you remember the movie with um, John Malkovich? Where he played like the assassin, and he actually made a pistol out of wood that shot two nine millimeter bullets. Wow. Some, of course, leave it to the fucking. I I'm not calling them this in a bad way. I'm calling them this with some pride. You know the nerds out there on the internet that said, "I wonder if we can actually make that." They were able to, of and now move forward. We have three D printing of fists of, of firearms. You could just take basic things that with made like potato launchers and things like that. Like, of course, if the people are going to come Fuck, up with something. Give to, me two ropes and a fucking this with a few holes punched in it. I'll turn that shit into a David and Goliath slingshot. Oh, a sling or a slingshot? A sling. Because he had a sling, yeah. Yeah. I want to make a sling. Leather. You should, should make, make slings. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the next thing. Oh, God. <laughs> Getting ready for the apocalypse, people. Got bull whips, a master sword, <laughs> bow and arrows, and slings. Dibs on the master sword. <laughs> uh, well, but uh, the fear is that America will follow if Trudeau ends up banning all pistols. That's his ban would be like imports, exports, yeah, and manufacturers within. Mm -hmm. So I don't know about people who already have them, but. That's what it would be. Um, and then, I, like, really, I, I don't see... I mean, like I said, the fear is that America would try to follow suit, which I doubt that would go anywhere. But even if they did, I had a, I put a note here. I'm like, so we can arm the Taliban. We can arm ISIS. We can arm Ukraine. We can arm Ukraine, which I put the Azov Battalion, which is a neo-Nazi group. Yep. But disarm its own population, because they're dangerous. <laughs> So Jack Sparrow wants. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the question is, is uh, like Johnny Depp wins his court case, and that was like a whole month and a half of just fun talking about the ridiculousness in it. And l- literally everyone was watching this shit. Everybody was watching it. But what did we get out of it? We got a hell of an entertaining... <laughs> I had to put one on once in a while, too. It's like Inception. Oh. <laughs> see if I got you on that before it ended. Did a nice <laughs> slow turn. Oh, jeez. Gotcha! <laughs> Alright, I'll finish the TikTok when we're done. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, yeah. And <laughs> apparently uh, Amber Heard's lawyer... They're already trying to appeal because because she can't fucking pay the fifteen million. Well, Guarantee no, she can't pay it's, it. No, she said she can't. The lawyer said yeah. she can't. And actually, here's the best part: um, it's only going to be like twelve or thirteen million that she has to pay Johnny Depp because she filed the countersuit and she was awarded that. Yeah. But, so so basically, all we learned through this whole thing was. Maybe Johnny Depp is able to get roles again and stuff. Probably, judging oh, by this, because yeah. there's like a whole wave of Johnny Depp love. But oh, yeah. if you boil all that bullshit down, what we've learned is that they're both fucked up. And Have I, you watched any of the, 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 the parts of the Caribbean movies? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't acting. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled it on set. Oh, I, my girlfriend just shit in my bed. That was the first movie. That's how he rolled it on set. Just like that. Like, brilliant. <laughs> the director was like, do that. <laughs> no, so, well, it, it was funny, too, because I was watching, the, They, uh, I think it was CNN or ABC, had Amber Heard's lawyer on for an interview, and they were like, you know, what's what about the fact that they won in Ukraine but lost here? Yeah, you know, all the overwhelming evidence, and then I actually read into that. The judge literally dismissed like upwards of 90 something percent of everything Johnny Depp brought to the judge which wasn't a court like ours it was a judge mm-hmm. that's it not a jury the judge heard everything from Amber and then dismissed about 90 percent of what Johnny Depp brought to the table and she won that's right but now you move forward and there have been side-by-side videos of her testimonies in the UK court trial, mm-hmm. UK trial, and then the American trial. And she's telling the same stories, but she's changing completely th- different things. Like in the, when she testified in the American court case, she testified that she was hit by Johnny Depp at one point right. or something. In the UK, it was her sister. That <laughs> she defended her sister. And then the American one was her sister was defending her and she got hit. Or something. So, like, perjury under oath. You know what's funny? Is that social media is so relevant now. You can't get, like, 20 years ago, you could get away with that shit. And people just, like, wouldn't even think twice about it. But now, because of social media, like, law enforcement and the judicial system, they would know. But the normal person would have no idea. But now, because everything's televised, especially stuff like this, because everyone wants to watch Hollywood actors be like, oh, look how fucked up they are. What, they had like 1.2 million people or 1.5 million people watching the trial? That verdict anyway? And apparently, too, I just learned this watching that interview. 
Uh, cause Amber Heard's lawyer was like, yeah, it was, you know, there was thousands of people lining up at 1am in the morning to be allowed to get their wristband to allow the hundred people in to watch the trial. <laughs> but you know, now with social media, you can see everything that everyone's ever said and there's no denying it. Well, I didn't say that. I'm like, <laughs> but you did <laughs> department of disinformation. So you, <laughs> We didn't say that. This is you saying it. We never said we were going to throw babies into space, but this is you literally putting a baby in a rocket. That's not me. No, fact checkers would be, uh, uh, they, they, it would be fact check and be false. This is mostly false. Yeah. They said, they said an infant into space, not a baby. Because that's how the fucking fact checkers work. Oh, this is false. False statement. What's being said here is false. And it's like one small fucking thing. Like, it's the same statement. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, fact checker. <laughs> F-U-F-C. F-Y-F-C. But, but out of all this, what do we get out of it? Other than, like I said, just entertained for a month and a half. True reality television for a little while? Yeah, I guess so. Like, that's <laughs> real reality. <laughs> real, true reality. None of that <laughs> scripted shit. Do you feel bad for either of them? No. Neither. No, I'm sorry. I, like I look at them both. Like I know there's a whole like justice for Johnny and all that bullshit, but I'm, like watching the whole trial, you, you like you get yeah. Amber Heard is crazy, but Johnny Depp's fucked. They're both crazy, absolutely. Like, Just one's more enjoyable than the other. <laughs> no, but well, seriously, I guess that all depends who you are. <laughs> I like vagina. Maybe you like poo in your bed. <laughs> you roll over. It's like the horse heading. <laughs> oh, Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> That's not mine. Thankfully, this time. Wait, what? Nothing? <laughs> the Artie no. Lang story? <laughs> I knew it. Fucker. It must have just fell out of me. <laughs> or how about... <laughs> so the lady looks over. So I just... Peg in the car to a cocaine. Yeah. So I did. I caught to a stop sign, a stoplight, and I put a little bit on the end of a key, you know, like a key they used to call it. So I put a little bit at the end of a key, and I look over, and there's a woman in a Lamborghini, and she must have thought she was on an acid trip. Like, that's a pig doing cocaine. <laughs> no. So <laughs> I don't feel bad for either. All I them. thought was like my mother holding me in my arms, like this is my son. <laughs> The only <laughs> Do yourself a favor out there for anybody listening or watching. Please. If you've never heard it, type in Artie Lang's pig story. It's like nine or ten minutes long. But it is one of the most hilarious real Hollywood stories. Because wasn't it a Saturday Night Live skit? Every well, Mad TV. Mad he TV. He was doing the, the yes. Baywatch, the Babe Watch skit. Um, but the story behind what was going on is fucking awesome. hilarious. Fucking awesome. So funny. Do yourself a favor. Just look, look it, it up, up. Listen to it. Artie anyway. Lang pig story. Yeah. You know, it's, but what I do feel bad for is just, I don't feel bad for it. I'm almost kind of disgusted by it. It's the spin that you, you don't, you're finding, you don't find anybody in the middle. You're either finding people that supported Johnny or people that supported Amber. Right. The people that are supporting Johnny are like, you know. Which is way more. It's like 95% Johnny. Regardless. Right. Justice for Johnny. 
it's disgusting that a woman can get away with this and not be held accountable. Right. All she's doing is paying ten to twelve to thirteen million dollars, whatever it is, to Johnny Depp. That's she's it. Like ten she's, million plus. Five. She's not serving jail time. It's not none of that stuff. You right. know, that's that's disgusting. Hollywood. But, but then you got Amber Heard supporters who are like, "This is a major setback for women because, you know, now you've got <laughs> women that will try to come forward and try to tell their story and seek justice against their offenders, but they're not going to be believed because somebody like Johnny Depp can get away with it." You know, it's disgusting that that people are like, that's what they're taking out of it. Right. You I know, think what should be taken out of it is like, I don't think we should lean either direction before it goes through the court cases. Like, yep. maybe we should just, I don't know, listen to both sides and then judge by it. Yes. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, but. Then we're both wrong. What's interesting, though, is the world paid so much attention to this and missed a lot of other important shit no 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 what about glane maxwell or gislaine maxwell the the woman who um groomed women for epstein remember that trial oh from, yeah not that long it was like within the year it was about a year not n- even not even no. a year ago yeah what about that the one where she went through, it was closed doors. The whole court case was behind closed doors. Oh, yeah. No one was allowed in on that. Well, here's the difference, though. She was found guilty, but there was nobody. She had, she had no clients. So she was found guilty of basically setting up these women for clients who didn't exist. Who are her clients? That's why it was behind <laughs> closed doors. It was a sealed courtroom case because... And maybe this is just conspiracy Charlie talking, but Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Woo, popular, crazy, cool. Gizmo. <laughs> Glizmo, whatever the fuck her name was. Gislaine Maxwell. Maxwell. Giswell. 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 <laughs> <laughs> she taught those girls to take Giswell. <laughs> Eat your food. There's not going to be much of it in, ten, in another year. Max them out. No, so... Her clients that didn't exist, come on, you and I both know. If you want to dive down that conspiracy theory rabbit hole, be my guest. But we know where it's going to be pointed. Bill Gates. Bill Gates, Bill political Clinton. officials, you know, political figureheads, government, of everybody. It, she, her, just look back in 20 years or so, maybe even more, of all the pictures of uh, uh, Epstein. R- what do you say? Epstein rode Air Force One with Bill Clinton like 26 times during yep. his two terms or something like that? Like. <laughs> no, let him finish. <laughs> yeah, Jiswell taught those girls to take Jiswell because she knew there was going to be a food shortage in 10 years, in a year plus. <laughs> Speaking of. See what I did there? <laughs> yeah. I'm on point today. That was a good segue in that shit right in. I like that. That was, that was a good underhand slow pitch. Strike. Swing and a miss. No, I'm just kidding. Food shortages. In the last six months, it's not even, from well, thing to thing to thing. Months, the no, what this is, this article is from June second, and it was eighteen food processing plants have burnt down or exploded mysteriously, hmm. which in this small amount of time is like really fucking ridiculous. And I've asked this question a couple times, just people in passing is like, "What do you think of like this?" And nobody has any kind of anything. Mostly because most of them don't even know a lot of them have happened. A lot of these like 
factories have burnt down. Yeah. Most people get the stories like, well, there's an egg shortage because there was a bird flu that was going around. Um, so they had a recall on that. Yeah. But an egg factory, I think, what, last week? Now an egg factory burnt down. This is like within the last week. Jesus. This is uh, following Joe Biden's announcement that the food shortages are, quote, going to be real, end quote. Food processing plants are catching fire and becoming uh, food processing plants catching on fire becomes a new trend that most people find weird already. Some even suggest it's all engineered. That's conspiracy theory. Well, no. And I'm not saying neither here nor there. Hold on a second. Do you remember, what was it, last summer? The farmers... There was all that, like, conspiracy talk about farmers getting paid to destroy crops. Oh, they do. That's not conspiracy. That's but it started out as a conspiracy theory because they were trying right. to generate a food shortage, right? And now all of a sudden, no, that for sure is true. But no, what I'm saying is there was the that was really happening. But the right. point I was making was the, the the conspiracy part of it was there was the conspiracy theories going around like oh they're trying to tell these farmers to destroy their crops, kill their livestock to create food shortages. Right. And now here we are, less than a year later, eighteen food processing gone. Right. Says so the beginning of this year, there have been a high number of food distributing distributing and processing facilities catching on fire and creating massive damage uh it has been drawing a lot of attention locally or lately on social media twitter in particular a trend occurring in numerous food processing plants they are catching on fire while some of them have been able to bounce back others are stuck trying to rebuild resume distributing goods and even laying off employees um uh, this has uh, processing plants in San Antonio, Lackawanna County, Pennsylvania, St. Clair County, Illinois, um, California, Texas, so that's El Paso, um, and more have exploded into flames in the last several months. While these incidents may make the headlines in local news, there are hardly any national, uh, nationwide news outlets that are putting the pieces together and asking what on earth is going on. Which leaves the entire thing up to speculation. Yeah. Which sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. So here's my thing. We're going to send 50 million? Or was it 50 billion to Ukraine? Uh, Total rate. Well, last I knew, it was $54 billion to Ukraine. We've, We've sent upwards of $54 billion. Arming them as well. To a foreign country. To support their war. To support them in their war. Non-EU or uh, NATO members. But now, here we are. Where's the government stepping in and saying, here's your money, let's rebuild you? Also, neo-Nazi battalion. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But they're good people. But there's a place that has a sign that's cleaned up every day. When I work, drive through the area that I work in. Please donate. All donations support the war in Ukraine. Right. Which wasn't that like a libertarian thing back in the day where uh, the left, especially, they were against war? Maybe here or there, I guess. But. I don't know if that's a prob- political propaganda. But yeah, but going back to what you were saying, the, the, the farmers paid to destroy crop, there's 
video of dump trucks of potatoes, I guess because it's the cash crop, it's just they're not getting paid enough yep. to actually ship it out. So because the income isn't there, they're just chucking all this good crop out, destroying it. But the you know so the conspiracy there was there that they were trying to generate these food yeah shortages create it for to, what? But now government reliance. Yeah, maybe I don't yeah, know. Good, Who knows? Good point. But now, where's the support for these food distributors, these food processing distributors, or whatever they are? Any oh, yeah. of these people going through these problems, <laughs> why are we not, if we are dealing with food shortages, why are we fucking sending money to another country? Whatever happened to taking care of our own? Same argument can be made for the baby sh- uh, formula shortage we had. You know, that's the same thing we said a few weeks ago when we were talking about that. Yeah, Bill like Gates we're sending all this money over there, and yet there's a shortage of baby formula here. And I mean, I'm, Biden's now put in the Abbott, uh, whatever it is, the Abbott, Abbott distribution or mm-hmm. whatever the hell he's f- made them open their doors again. I don't even think they're. I don't even know. I should say if they're cleared to open yet, but he's forcing them to open their doors to kind of alleviate the baby formula shortage why but pay the fucking construction crews to build 10 more baby formula factories that would cost more money <laughs> yeah, never well, mind that billion dollars yeah, you're ukraine you're ukraine we just sent you 54 billion could you send us back like 20 of it <laughs> not even like a billion dollars let's give us a million let's give a billion dollars we're gonna build 20 fucking distributor i f- did hear they wanted to send another 40 billion or something over yeah let me look that up just to be sure but if i remember correctly i do remember reading an article saying they threw a number out there where it was upwards of 90 billion in total was the estimated uh, dollar amount that we were going to be sending over to support ukraine which is insane which i get it you want to support some people okay you want to help out a little fine but don't forget who the fuck you're supposed to take care of first? Oh, and Biden's $700 million military aid package. This was five days ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Excuse me. That's what so, I think, too. Yeah, bullshit. No, but seriously, you know... $60 that, billion. Dollars. That'd be like someone coming up to you and saying, Hey, listen, I know your kid hasn't eaten in three days, but that kid hasn't eaten in three days. You better feed that kid before you feed your kid. You know what I'm going to say to that person? It's, Fuck you, get off my front porch, flabby Karen. It's the same thing that happens when uh, like a homeless guy like waits outside of a restaurant for someone to come out. Because the people that come out after eating a good meal is going to see the homeless guy, and they're going to feel bad about it, so they're more apt to give him money. So now you're like, well, look at Ukraine. Look at everything they're going through. It's like, well, we have the means to send stuff over there. But mind you, never mind the bills you have to pay. When you're coming out of that restaurant, never mind that stuff. You might be in debt X amount of money, but oh, this guy's. Never mind the fucking shit that you know all the shortages we have here. Never mind the border problems we fucking have. Never mind the, the jobs are starting to come back. Not creating new jobs, but the jobs that were before yeah. the uh, pandemic, they're starting to come back. So that's not so much of an issue. We're still down a little bit, but at least they're coming back. But never mind all that bullshit. Yeah. The, where that money could go. Let's send it over to Ukraine. When there's how many other countries in NATO that could be helping out right now? There's like a hundred and oh, in NATO that could help. Um, 
Yeah. Well, you know, we're notorious, though, for helping a lot of countries outside of NATO. I mean, NATO has helped other countries outside of NATO. But that's kind of what they were supposed to do. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but let me ask the fucking world something. <clears throat> By show of hands, who's going to fucking help out Ukraine? I'll wait. How many other fucking countries in th- on this planet are, go- are willing to throw their hand up and say, yep, we'll get involved. If you could fucking get half that's the question though so like why is it it seems only at least majority wise the united states is doing this like they're helping throwing all throwing all these resources like where where are all the other resources coming from like why are we borrowing more money to throw money that we don't have at ukraine i i mean 10 billion dollars could literally do so much in this country. Hi. Food Hi. distribution, oils. Like essential import, oils? Import, <laughs> export. A lot of stuff to build back better. Isn't that what his was? Isn't that what... Because, you know, Biden couldn't say uh, make America great again. It was build back better or something like that. Yeah. Well, we don't know what he was building back better. To be well, fair. Obviously, it's not in this fucking country. He didn't say the United States, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. <laughs> Fuck. Are you serious? But, um, yeah. So, it was about $60 billion, and I thought he was going to send more over. He might be, but I'm not entirely sure. He ain't fucking building this country back better. He's fucking just... We're like the beached whale. And he just comes and throws a bucket of water on us every now and again. So we're like, oh, there's still a chance. <laughs> so here's the thing I said before we went on air. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Oh, the see. blind reaction. Yeah. So this is from the New York Post. Give it to me. Horrified woman accidentally posts naked selfie on eBay with her air fryer listing. <laughs> What? Hold on. Maybe the thing. Oh, that's all it says. <laughs> so, what would you do? <laughs> Obviously, buy that air fryer because look at how good of a job it's done air frying everything else beside it. <laughs> hey, she reminds me of Flabby Karen. Wait a minute. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> I saw that air fryer once. <laughs> That's my air fryer. How'd she even get that? She's selling it. I better buy it. And then the other thing from gro- <laughs> from Ground News, the UK, I brought this up. The Prime Minister. Vote of no confidence. Yep. You know, the one that was like in the latrine, in, in the in the trenches with the guys, you mean? Yeah, that guy, what was his name? Boris Johnson is to face a vote of no confidence after a threshold of 54 letters from conservative MPs seeking his departure was reached. Johnson needs the backing of 180 of his Tory MPs to win the confidence vote. 
Um, in the more unlikely event Johnson loses the vote, a leadership contest within the party will be launched to choose the next UK Prime Minister. So, it seems there's a lot of turmoil, not only in the United States and Canada, but also across the pond yeah. <laughs> in the UK. So, again, going with the, the conspiracy of the one world government, and what a lot of people, including Alex Jones, and, oh, geez, um, Russell Tim, Brand, and Tim Joe Poole. Rogan, and Tim Pool. a lot of people are just starting to open their eyes like to a lot of things going on again where social media shines is you can see these things yep. and there's a lot of people including us that commentate to it and like throw in their commentary or whatever but beyond any of that bullshit if you just watch what's going on and something in your brain has to go you know maybe maybe things aren't all that cracked up to be you know maybe what they're saying isn't quite true and there's so much shit and there's so much information out there now it's hard to digest oh yeah and if you get too involved in it you end up driving yourself fucking nuts i got a jar dirt i got a jar dirt <laughs> guess what's this all i did <laughs> 13 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of jar of cocaine <laughs> I bet you I could hit it. I mean, with a whip. With a whip. <laughs> I, I like how you had to specify. Uh, Why are you guys doing this? I'll get the left, you get the right. That poor lady. She fucking had it coming. What? Okay, this is from... This This is uh, from Ground News. Or Ground.News. Abortion activists stripped down to underwear during Joe Osteen's Lakewood church service. <laughs> I just... <laughs> what? Abortion activists? Yeah. A trio of abortion activists... Uh, well, let me bring up the article. Yeah, abortion activists stripped down... Okay, a trio of abortion activists... boldly interrupted a service at Lakewood Church Sunday, stripping down to their underwear in protest of this month's expected Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. As Pastor Joel Osteen concluded a prayer, the uh, congregants began to take their seats. Three activists with Texas Rise Up for Abortion Rights stood up, removed their dresses, and shouted, It's my body, my explicit choice. The three women raved green band, uh, bandanas, a symbol of the pro-choice movement, and chanted, overturn row, hell no, as security ushered them out. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> I love ground news. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. So that was a bonus one, because I, did, I just turned it on. That's the first thing that was there. I was like, what? Nice. Texas lawmaker proposes banning drag shows in presence of minors. That's another fucking one. You ever hear you hear about that? Like Disney's doing this. Disney's doing this. They're having what they're calling like the right wing 
like uh, alt right are calling it uh, grooming shows or just fucking basically, but kids are doing drag shows, not fully stripping down, but they're doing drag shows and taking money from people in the audience. Which I don't know, maybe it's just me, but to me that sounds like grooming for stripping. I was but they're say, fucking kids. I wouldn't know because I've never been to a strip club before. <laughs> Five times? Five times? I can still feel her beard. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, th- that's like, and then going all the way back, doesn't that kind of tie in with the fucking pedophile movement that we were talking about months ago? And what would we say then? Like, what would happen is this would, like, just slowly tie in with, like, society until it became normalized. And, like, listen, we have rights, too. This is all. Yeah, the right to be chemically castrated. The... <laughs> But, like, kids, whether drag, show, queen, whatever, at stripping, like, kids dancing around on stage, taking money from adults in the crowd, what the fuck does that sound like to you? Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, I... I that sounds like a pedophile's wet dream. That's basically what it is. And like I said, Disney is promoting this. <laughs> it's fucked up. You know Disney technically. But Texas, yeah, this, according to this Texas lawmaker, proposed banning drag shows in presence of minors. Good fucking idea. Yeah. (laughs) Good fucking idea. Fucking Christ. Fucking world we live in, dude. It'll be in New York City. Maybe down the road in Albany. I don't even know how to end that one. (laughs) (sighs) It's going to end up on Flabby Karen's front doorstep. Oh, my legs are sore. Because we did a first responder softball game Friday. Oh, yeah. I heard yeah. about that. This is usually an opening conversation. But there were a lot of bats and balls in that game. There was. And by the third inning, we were down 14-2. to two. <laughs> It was rough the first few innings. Uh, what was the score? The final score in the bottom of the ninth, we tied it 22-22. to 22. <laughs> We ended up in like the fifth inning, I think. No, sixth inning. We scored eight runs. And oh, like shit. In the seventh or eighth, we scored six. And in the bottom of the ninth, we scored three runs, tied it up. It was, yeah, it was 19 to 22. Scored three, tied it up. But they scored three in the bottom or top of the tenth and uh, shut us down one, two, three, I think. But it was fun, though. 25 22, final score. Fuck it, man. I think the last time I played softball was the Ames League, like back in 2000 five or six. Oh god but i went three for four with three singles an rbi a run scored and a stole base nice yeah and now i'm fucking sore and suffering for <laughs> god you're old I, am. I don't run anymore fucking old. Hmm. 